Uh-huh. Didn't you see those strings coming out of my arm? You did. There were strings. I am an alien. I'm actually a reptilian cyborg. <laughs> From Planet Sexy. Hello. Hello. It's Crystal Clear here, host of the world's best podcast about aerosolized nanotechno biowarfare, aka Morgulon's disease. Glittery purple and pink strings came out of my left arm the other night in front of my friend who's a Morgulon's skeptic. At last, the morgues show themselves clearly in front of someone who believed that I was nuts, but now questions his own sanity. Yes, that's how crazy this shit is. I'm sorry. This is not a biofilm. It's a bioweapon. That's just my two cents. The technology is available to aerosolize nanoparticles that can act on biological targets, change their composition, as well as monitor their status. I do throw around a few wild theories, I admit, on this episode, but no worse than this guy. We, in America... Have some of the cleanest air and cleanest water of anybody in the world. Yes. So what we do is we got to put from the Green New Deal millions of billions of dollars cleaning our good air up. So all of a sudden China and India ain't put nothing in their cleaning that situation up. So all their bad air is still there. But since we don't control the air, our good air decided to float over to China, bad air. <laughs> So when China gets out good air, their bad air got to move. <laughs> so it moves over to our good air space. And now we got to clean that back up. Wow. Uh, Herschel Walker, Republican candidate for Congress in Georgia. Between him and Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm thinking about moving home to Planet Sexy. But while I'm here, I've got another great episode for you today. Thanks so much for tuning in and stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply article that I found written in 2018 by like this lieutenant colonel in the Air Force and some professor and like department head of neurology and technology or something like that. But like, anyway, two legit authors, 2018, warning about the dangers of um, nanotechnological biowarfare. This shit is crazy. Like, their description of... This potential threat of nanotechnology? It is Morgulon. This this goes with the dust, my dust theory, too, I think. Aerosolized nanobots parsing a fact from fiction for health, security, a dialectical view. So, 
it, it was recently reported that nanobot sensors could be aerosolized and deployed for the detection of various airborne chemicals. Such capabilities are of evident utility in and benefit to medicine as well as to detect toxins in the environment um, and or as a threat awareness system that could be employed in both public and military settings. Nanoscalar robotics can be used as both sensors and receiver delivery devices and the controllability of these technologies enable their directed activity in biological organisms. Such devices either either operating oh, in tandem as distinct sense and engage systems or as single devices with both sense and delivery modes could be employed to assess, respond to, or modify molecular and chemical characteristics of a biological target. As recent studies have indicated, these approaches can be used in clinical care to more precisely monitor tissue, organ, and overall bodily states and to alter the structure and function of biological tissues and systems at a variety of scales, from the subcellular to the systematic and organismic. I mean, think about my hair that's glowing, banded hair that has no medulla. It's refracting light, almost like reptilian or uh, avian feathers or something. I'm just saying... um, to be sure, there is significant value in this technology's current and near-term capabilities in affording more granular methods and tools of evaluating and treating disease and injury. However, we posit that the development of aerosizable nanomaterials and devices also poses defined risks to public health and biosecurity that warrant consideration, address, and constraint. Aerosolized nanobots could be used to sidestep extant prescriptions in the current Biological and Toxins Weapons Convention or Chemical Weapons Convention. The properties of these devices that allow their stable aerosolization aerosolization also confer ability to remain suspended for longer periods of time in a variety of environments. They can be partially or fully autonomous and are capable of storing information with potential to identify or affect specific biological targets. They possess the ability to move independently and up to two feet multidirectionally in a closed space, and they can be disseminated much further when dispersed via a spray mechanism or other propellant. Their size and, quote, programmability allows them to easily enter unprotected bodily spaces and to penetrate protective gear. A key limiting factor is the energetics required for nanobots operation. If the nanobot was to rely on stored energy, then energy demand would constrain functional durability as current nanobotic nanobotic systems do not have extensive energy storing capacity. This is in 2018. However, a nanobotic system capable of collecting energy from either its environment uh, via thermal transfer or conversion or through interaction with non-robotic nanomaterials could effectively decrease such constraints as well. The convergence convergence of nanotechnology with synthetic biology, e.g. CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing, use of information about synthesizing viruses, could lead to a more effective capability to deliver new and increasingly potent, morbid or lethal synthetic microbes or chem-biohybrids. These could be customized to create novel agents that could be weaponized and, given their novelty, are not surveyed or recognized by existing regulatory bodies or anticipated by public health and biosecurity operations. That sentence right there. Mm-hmm. You know, they could be customized to create novel agents. Oh, what? Like glittery strings that could be weaponized and given their novelty are not surveilled or recognized by existing regulatory bodies or anticipated by public health and biosecurity operations. To be sure, many of the capabilities incurred by weaponized nanobots are already possible with current existing biological agents. However, certain aspects of nano technology confer additional capabilities. A prime example is that nanotechnologies involve chemistries and mechanisms that are radically different from biologicals. Biological systems are not evolved to recognize and interfere with nanotechnological functions and capabilities. Thus, nanodevices could pose an emerging threat as either standalone weapons or as a force multipliers for extant biochemical agents. 
This potential to create such new weaponry is not likely to escape the notice of adversaries' intent on subtly influencing specific events or, more broadly, providing overmatched capabilities to gain advantage during major conflicts or gray zone actions. A nation-state or independent non-state laboratory with capabilities similar to those employed to aerosolize nanomaterials could reproduce the results of this research with relative ease. Of course, it could be argued that although nanotechnology, unlike biological systems, is human-designed and therefore perhaps more programmable, it will, like any other highly distributed information system, nonetheless suffer from unpredictable dynamics. But such unpredictability may confer benefit if and when a range of effects is desired. Moreover, testing the technology in a variety of environmental conditions can decrease both uncertainty and variability of such devices' functional behaviors. As well, given that nano devices cannot self-replicate, oh, well, they can as of 2021, um, even a modest rate of their destruction could negate their viability. But this may be moot. If the effective potency of the nano devices to incur a disruptive or destructive effect is sufficiently high, it may be that only a little is required to do a lot. And if a great enough number of nano devices is delivered, then this could account for relative attrition and still leave enough to, quote, do the job. Uh, perhaps nano devices are not yet ready for prime time use as weaponized agents, yet it is important to note that the affirmation constraints can be viewed as challenges to overcome so that opportunities for creating novel weapons can be exploited. Such possible trajectories should be recognized and regarded. Uh, but like that, what's an example of um, the kinds of weapons we're talking about? Uh, in his 2002 science fiction novel, Prey, author Michael Crane uh, depicted a terrifying view of runaway yeah. effects of convergent nanotechnology and genetic engineering. While it, is a cav while it is cavalier to look to science fiction scenarios to pretend scientific fact, it must be acknowledged that such stories can serve to convey ideas, insights, and cautions, both about science and perhaps even more about the way that individuals and societies view scientific and technological advancement and what such stances reveal. Yeah, I mean, that, that was like almost like... A that was far out. Like, well, there was two strains. There was like a wild strain that's more realistic, and the other strain that was almost like aliens and had only had an intelligence. In Given this information, do you not think that Morgulons is a perfect example of something a nano um, bias, synthetic bias, biosynthetic something? You know, pathogen. Like it seems to self-assemble. Well. So, I, I guess you know it seems like Morgs has seemed like a, 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 you know everything at, at one point. Like, so it's hard to okay, I mean, but pick a defining one. For, like, I, but 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 it here's, sounds like they're talking more like a buyer, like a way to deliver it. No, they're like, not. No, they're not. They're they're specifically saying nanotech aerosolized nanotechnology because this says it's not a biological. Like it says. <laughs> Um, no, it's not, by, but it does buy damage to biological systems. I guess that's why I was no, 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 no. They're saying, of. listen, a prime example is that nanotechnologies involve chemistries, e.g., silicon, elemental metals, long chain, and branch polymers, and mechanisms, e.g., electromechanical and optical information and energy handling that are radically different from biologicals. Well, no, so that's that's how they themselves function. That's. I get, but like how will they be used against us they don't really give it a well what they're saying yes they do they say that it could modify biological targets sure. tissues like it could well that's right but isn't that really what it, any diseases i mean like cancer and stuff so maybe that's what they're right but about. unlike other biological pathogens your immune system is not going to recognize it's not trained oh. or primed to recognize silicon necessarily as opposed to like a viral protein or something 
Well, you know, I mean, it's I a mean, invader, but you're true, it, but it's not going to, you're not going to have an antibody yeah. specific response to it because it's not going to present with an antigen. It's going to be well, a, a nanomaterial, so, you know, something made out of metal, I mean, something made out of I So, right, the immune system is so real. It, all it sees is non-self that will attack. It will attack it, but it will I, not have, you will never get the lasting immunity to it. Yeah. You'll be sick all the time. You'll never. It'll. Well, the immune system probably couldn't. It could be made to be not un, like unfazed by the immune system, be more strong to like, and or to be invisible. To well, we just sure. fa- frankly don't know. And I think like if you take morons as like a test kitchen, what we know is that like it doesn't seem to. I mean, it seems like it's pretty much. It does what it wants to. It's just kind of impervious to whatever. Treatments I mean, you apply to it. I just, yeah, like if a, if you had a nano machine, like you know, like a machine as we know it, that's really small. But like machines, immune cells would just be busted. They would just be like, boom, get out of my way, and it would rock punch it. Yeah, but like these are like, I mean, soft bots, like little yeah, micro scale, like right. soft bot. You know, these little fuzzballs. There's a perfect prime candidate because it's like you could go unrecognized for so fucking long because it's like they're textiles. It's nothing. Right, the um. I I think the government knows more than what they're letting on. If more exists something like that, then it, I I think it's just like a data test. Like it's not, it's just to see what's because well, it's, yeah, it's, I agree. You know, I mean, I think it is like a because I think it doesn't kill you know directly. It's they incapacitating probably, bioweapon. Yeah, in its own way, it's very. It's very incapacitating. Like something like ninety percent of people that get this, like, go on like disability or something. That is weird, though, because, like, again, like every all that stuff, the bad stuff, it is mental. It is mental. Like, even if it's not mental. Like, no, it's it's, it's the, like it's like the worst horrible acne in the world, but it's not like cancer. Yeah. It's not like, you know, but, yeah, but, but exactly. the emo- the psychosocial, emotional isolation and, and the, the feeling like you're going insane and everyone telling you you're insane makes you go All, crazy, yeah. but it and really... The idea there's this thing in you, like a... Yeah, 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 yeah. If you just divorce yourself from the emotional, like, you know, like disgust or freaked outedness, right. you know. That's what's so really interesting in a way. It's, like, it's, it's it, not like a, I always wondered if I had cancer in the middle of that, like would I no longer care about, like would it mm-hmm. put it in its place or what? Like, because it's hard to believe anything could have gotten me off of like that at the time. Right, yeah. But when you think about all the possible diagnoses, there's yeah. so many that were worse. Melanoma, so, yeah. you know, like right. whatever. And yeah. I, I always wondered if they collided about how I would have, what I would have, what would have done? Well, and they may yet still. There's also like a 20% of reporting, like from what I've been able to gather, like people having cancer in the past or currently with Morgulons, which is like much higher than the general population, right? So that could be because we smoke. That could be because of a lot of things, but it's still something of note, you know? Especially that, since this, yeah. especially since, I mean, if you have a lesion like I've had for two years, that is the exact kind of thing that turns into cancer. When you have the constant irritation of the same cells well, over and over and cell over. cell turnover. It's always, gonna, it's just statistics. It's a matter yeah, of time. Yeah, mutations you know? and such. Well, yeah. there's more of a chance because there's more times it gets to try. So I know. Really well, fun. and I don't know. I mean, I think it's just the inflammation, too. Like, damages, like, free radicals and stuff, like, start. Right. You know? But yeah, anytime there's like cell turnover, like a, anything, 
it's just a matter of, it's like, well, it's like why a virus mutates. It's just more, there's mm -hmm. it's a numbers game. And yeah, but you could see how, like, this would be the perfect, like, first of all, test kitchen for, like, let's see how good their, like, national response is to the incursion of reports of people, like, having a new, you know, weird emerging. And, like, let's see if that, first of all, let's see if we can get it swept in without anybody taking it seriously, you know? And then, like, also, it's really interesting that, like, literally since 2020 the amount of people that are getting morgulons it really seems like it's increasing like i said i've been on that crowdsourcing research site you know for the, the morgulons page and like so far 68 percent of people and this is about a little over 100 i guess have said that they got morg since the pan uh, i'm sorry um uh, i'm sorry 38% since the pandemic started, but 68% since 2000 and, uh, 2016. 2016. And I, I really do think that if you look at like... Wait, so that means that you're saying the pandemic, they increased or they decreased? Way increased. I mean, there's like, it's a disproportionate, like the number of people. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. But it could be like, uh, like, evidence for either way like in fact remember when i first got it that's one of the things you read me that's right like you said loneliness right but we have to like take it in stride because think about that like well, whatever it doesn't prove either case right? well and i don't like, think that we should even take it as some kind of like oh loneliness is like a contributing factor how do you we know that that's even valid where does that information come from like what research underpins it like what you know I, what my, were my the point is like i guess it's like it's both you know if there was a debate with both sides like that fact that it it's reported as increasing or whatever either side could use as evidence for their because I don't think so because like again like you just raised one point that an op an opposing viewpoint and I would just say that like say, that would only know? affect one it's very very distinct portion of time in one year and I'm talking about a trend from a 2016 to 2022 well that's why so that's why I asked like is it so what are the, the other objections started and you said yes it's definitely when that happened it, but... I well what I'm the increase in cases people catching this has started in 2016 it has ramped up since 2020 but you really have to think about the fact that like the the first assumption that like loneliness contributes somehow to like the development of this like I question that like where does that information come from like what ha what validates that information that assumption you know uh, yeah I don't know I mean this goes back to the very first thing that right you and I'm sure yeah. we were just reading some bullshit off yeah, the internet well, and you know how it's like it's all just a bunch of bullshit it's that, not research well, or evidence based you, you were you know? reading about 
phagocytosis, not morgulons. Like specifically, we didn't even probably know the name morgulons at that point. No, I don't think that and people would say that parasitosis was associated this, with. Remember what happened? Like I was like the having this thing that you wanted to show me that it was in yeah, my head, yeah, and, yeah, and so yeah. you were, yeah, you were, and it was like you were reading but about this thing called parasitosis. Delusional. Right, right, right. But my point is like that. That's what a lot of people think morgs is. So. When, when, all I'm saying is that when you read me that, I have no idea where that comes from. It was like read with the Matchbox kit. It was probably it. Wikipedia. And probably, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and but, but, I, but, but the two things I remember that you read that sort of struck me is like, you know, I had to admit possible was that uh, pesticides and being lonely because they were both things that I could relate to at that point in my life. That's all I'm saying. So I don't yeah, know. No, I, I just, I, and I hear I, you on that. I just don't think that's valid because I also am now at a point where I don't quite frankly believe that delusional parasitosis is even a real thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, there's no proof. It's unprovable. It's unscientific. It's, it's just stupid. Like, I still think though that like when I see my, the stuff that happened last night, and I, it's like witnessed by somebody else. I know it's not in my brain. You know, it's like there's really strange textiles coming out of my body without drawing blood, without... I mean, it was painful, but, like, it was not normal. Just everything that happened was not normal. And then when I see my hair having these banded, glowing, iridescent segments, like, I, it's... it's well, what on earth would explain that besides, like, some kind of really and truly unique pathogen, you know? Because, like, my hair is was, like, moving in there. And it was, like, there were two strands that had the, the glittering green and pink bands on them. And they were the only hairs moving on my head. But they were, like, moving all over the place. Like... That's just not normal. Like, that's not any kind of biofilm. That's not like... That's that's some kind of fucking nano-weapon or something. I mean, I mean, I would say I could think of a possibility, for instance, but I don't know. I didn't see it. I could show you a video of it. Um, but here's the thing. If you believe... Do you believe that COVID and monkeypox are bioweapons? Yeah, me too. So what? What is so hard to believe that like morgues is a bioweapon? It fits the bill. Oh well, as far as that goes, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm not even. I mean, and maybe I, not I guess even I'm for the devil's advocate. You know, I'm just sort of saying like there isn't. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, but, of but as far as what I think, well, no, I'm just saying that. Like, I don't know. I think about that. I will say this is like the reasons I. I it, it's sort of like the. Uh, I, okay, for one thing, I think that. Delivering via insects is very possible. Yeah, for sure. This idea... all started with bites, you know. Yeah, and I think that history says it's and that, history you know, has always used insect It's just vectors. another prong, like you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like Every prong, yeah. And it makes sense, and and that it coming at least our case like coincided with. But remember, Isaac also had that. Yeah, it, like, it, it seems like it's maybe there's something that coincided with. Oh, yes, like there is, there is, there is. And why not, like, the Saharan dust as well? Because let's be honest here. You know what else I found out? So that Prey book by Michael Crichton. Yeah, I love you gotta, it. You got to look at the... I, 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 have, I have my own theories, which I couldn't really support scientifically, but I have my own theories about years of significance in Morgulons. And for me, one of the first years of significance is 2003. And it's like, if you look at the way that they run their 
military buildup and geopolitical power, you know, strategy for the past 20 years is really began hardcore 20 years ago, like in 2000, from 2000 to 2005, 2005 to 2010, and then up through the current five-year, you know, yeah, part of the race. Yeah, crazy. like they have been ambitious. I mean, you know, that was written in 1999, those two Chinese colonels in yeah. the military who are probably now generals, let's face it, you know? Yeah. Like, so that, what was that called again? From the Epoch Times or whatever, that piece? That no, 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 no. The, the the paper written by the two Chinese... Oh, the, that um, talks about the asymmetrical... People's Liberation like that Army. Unconventional uh, Warfare, that one? Yeah. What, yeah was that what it was called? I no, it wasn't called like Unconventional that. Warfare. I think it, it's called that, yeah, or asymmetrical. I think it's called... Unrestricted Warfare? I could tell you. Yeah, but it was interesting because that's what those people really analyzed what we did in the Gulf War and said, here are the weaknesses. Going off of that quote from The Art of War, your enemy's not going to attack yeah. you where you're strong. They're going to attack you where you're weak. They analyzed how we handled the Gulf War and said they're not prepared for anything non-traditional. They're, they're acting as though they're fighting wars of the last century. Yeah. And they saw that and we didn't and we've just been clunking along. Because that's what happens when you get big and, you know, you just don't, you're not agile, you don't yeah. change as quickly, you know, we're the fucking Amazon of, you know, totally. countries, yeah, you know, or Microsoft, and maybe yeah. is a better, like, I don't yeah. know, you know, but... IBM or something. IBM, IBM, yeah. They were accused of being a battleship that's like very hard to steer. Yeah, right. So that's what we've become in our national defense and our our intelligence and strategy. And I just think that, like, yeah, because you would, if you were, if you plan to deploy a bioweapon such as COVID nineteen, which obviously had been in the works for probably since two thousand and three, SARS one, or we saw it you know, in the, at the end of 2019. And I think that, like, it would make sense to, again, utilize somehow all the money they've spent in weather technology and research, somehow figure out how to affect the Saharan air layer, seed it with fucking well, aerosolized yeah. nanoparticles, with viruses, with... Because, I mean, literally, that first fucking outbreak of monkeypox, it came the week... After the fucking Saharan dust had blanketed all of Europe in orange fucking dust. I mean, that, come on. Well, orange skies, yeah. red skies, green skies. This is not normal. Well, I'll tell you, like, when I, as I think about it, I listen to people talk about it. Like, all right, so it's like, supposedly we have this thing, global warming, whatever. This thing that takes a long time to, to even if, even if it's relatively short, say a hundred years, like, it, it's, you know, we're talking about something that, over a hundred years, we started noticing it. The idea that, like, climate change is, like, something that's in everybody's, like, um, you know, consciousness, and then all of a sudden, we're getting these ridiculous hurricanes and floods and climate in one year, all of a sudden. Like, yeah. that's too fast. Like, I mean, that, yeah, well, that's either, like a, a, like, a natural anomaly and it won't happen again for a thousand years, or... That is intervention I mean, in a very did, direct way, not such a not global right. warming. Like we I mean, did just have a very I, strange I, season of quote unquote cloud bursts, where like sixty thousand years hasn't been a flood like this. Like Kentucky, all those people that died, Vegas twice yeah, in like one month yeah, of June. I mean, I, like come on, this is weird. 
Yeah, it is. It is a perfect thing to hide behind that. Yeah. Well, I oh, told you climate, climate change was we're going to start. Not it's nobody a thought. No, not this abruptly. It's a decoy. This climate change is real, but it's being used as a decoy to go in and do something. How, why would they spend some? We have spent money on trying to understand weather technology in Vietnam War. So why wouldn't they have been doing it for maybe just as long, or at least since the two thousands or nineties? You know. Well, it's like and we know they for started sure. Later, like they were doing it right. From the beginning, because like they learned from all that, like they just yeah, and they had a more, you know, like think of like you had this. It's almost like a startup is what China's been since two thousand nine. Like their rate yeah. of growth is outrageous. Like yeah, it's like they passed just like Google passed IBM and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you know, and it's yep, like, exactly. They're the Google, we're yeah, the IBM. It's scary, you know. It's hard to like say anything against it. You know, it's like. Well, I'm still in the game, but they're struggling to stay so in the game. What I wonder about, though, is like because I do believe that another kind of wild theory you could go along with would be since obviously surveillance of people is a central crystallized component of the Communist Party's power, you know, like you have to, just like those authors for the military said. You have to consider the fact that these are sensors, biosensors, and receiver, you know, sense-receive devices. And, like, you could see how they might want to deploy on foreigners, like, this sort of non-lethal form of something like that. And they can be like, oh, well, we can attach it to, you know, whatever viruses we want. We can do this. We can do that. But, like, but mainly, let's see if we can, like control people with this, like, uh, surveil people with this. I mean, why would they be sending those people to, like, re-education camps if they could just seed them with some particles and then re-modify their neural... I mean, you know, I don't know if they're there yet, but I would have to believe that, like, with AI, like, on the cusp of, you know, whatever, like, it... Yeah. And then self-replicating programmable matter, which is now a reality as of last year... Yeah, I guess there's just who knows how far they're they are with things that they are top the secret. The sensors, uh, or the, I'm sorry, the I, uh, the bot swarm, the drone swarm that doesn't need any GPS and it can track a target without any prior information about the landscape, the terrain. Yeah, I mean, are these things like how? So we know that those those that exist. Oh like, yeah, those are just technologies that have emerged in the last. 18 to 24 months. I mean, that's been, like, good fiction for a while, but it's finally a reality. Yeah, that's a reality. Which probably means it's been a reality for, you know, a while. So, yeah, I mean, a lot can be done with that. But maybe not anything new, even, in the beginning. Like, it's another way to surveil or something like that. But you could be taken a lot further, that's for sure. Well, and like they said... I think the there's going to be unpredictable like outcomes though, like because sure that's for sure. I was also reading a really interesting article about um, co-evolution between parasite and host. Mm-hmm. The way that like the that's, parasite gets yeah. modified by the host, and the yeah. the host gets modified yeah. by the parasite, and I, they co-evolve. That's the right way to look at all evolution, if you ask me, because it yeah. always evolves around. It's like a chess game, not a static thing. Like there's an optimal right. point. Once one person gets optimized, the other one counters it. I wouldn't be surprised if Morgs didn't turn out to be somehow advantageous in the coming bio-apocalyptic warfare. Yeah, I mean, there's always a pro and a con for anything. So even 
like you know, if anyone are aware, like a hundred percent, like there's probably pro in there somewhere. It's not a hundred percent psychological. There, you can't you can't imagine materials coming yeah. out of your skin. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I might have it sometimes. You I may have know. off and on, but yeah. like I know for sure, like that I've seen things just pop right out of my skin, and other people have too. Yeah, no, I've seen some weird things. I just wish I, I always wish I had better documentation. I mean, well, I'd that's the other that. thing. These things run interference. Yeah, I just don't know if I buy it. I think that... Yeah, well, I don't know if I buy it. I'm not saying I... I mean, it seemed like that. I'm not saying I know. I don't know. It's just repetition of seemingly anomalous experience. Hard to explain. Don't expect anyone to get it. Hope you don't get it. And I'm sorry if you do have it. Everything's not going to be okay. Because everything already is okay. Trust that. You're living, you're breathing, you're listening, and I'd love to listen back. Till then, thank you for listening, and stay tuned. Send me an email, moremortalons at gmail.com, or a voice message on Anchor.